Hello, Ready or Not fans. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. This is Still Not Ready, the Ready or Not podcast, here to bring you episode-to-episode breakdowns of our favorite Canadian teen drama from the 90s, Ready or Not. This week, season four, episode nine, Heroes. Hold the phone. It's episode 10. Ugh. I wonder how many times I wrote that down. I'm pretty confident here. (laughs) Yeah, because episode nine was the last one. Oh, yeah, I wrote it at the top. Okay, start again. This week, season four, episode 10, Heroes. Just by the name of the episode, I feel like we're in for a real heartwarming coming of age story here, Britt. What do you think? Yeah, it's a serviceable episode serviceable interesting choice of description i mean maybe (laughs) this was the 90s so it's like oh well we can't actually have a character in the show full-time who is living with a disability so we'll just pepper him in once he's in one episode yeah (laughs) (laughs) one episode like okay no this episode might fall under the category of painful yeah if if we're putting the episodes into categories right i think because like in some ways it's like a non-issue yeah okay i guess i'm saying that from the perspective of not living in a wheelchair so i don't know how people every day are treated who live in wheelchairs but i think in today's tv someone in a wheelchair is just a normal character in a show it's not like a singled out special episode of like whoa everyone look at what's happening it seems like a very dated issue in comparison to this sort of equality things that we're dealing with now someone in a wheelchair i mean maybe it's awkward for somebody in high school i don't know certainly awkward for busy in this episode and i think the one downside to this episode is like yeah ooh, busy you feel uncomfortable great we don't actually really care that you feel uncomfortable like get over yourself <laughs> get over yourself right yeah. but i i think and i didn't have anyone at my high school or my grade school who used a wheelchair but i feel like if we did that person would have been like pretty cool because of the wheelchair, especially grade school. Yeah, but there's a problem with that too, right? Is there? I don't know. Yeah, I think there's like a slight problem with like, I don't know, I'm thinking, I don't know if this applies, but I'm thinking of that idea of like that kind of like tokenism idea, right? It's like, maybe now, maybe now, but in the 90s when I was in school, if like we got a new kid at our school that was in a wheelchair, people would be drawn to that person, I think. Well, it did make me think like, I don't think my high school had a wheelchair. Do you think it was accessible for people in a wheelchair? No, because how would you get to the second floor? Oh, you didn't have an elevator? No. We did have an elevator. Unless it was hidden somewhere so students couldn't use it unless you had to. Yeah, but how did they get those TV trolleys up and down the stairs? You'd carry it. (laughs) We'd carry it. That sounds dangerous. Before you put a TV on the trolley, you'd carry the trolley upstairs, put the TV. No, this is the upstairs trolley. There had to have been like a freight elevator or something at your school. We had one and it was like, if you got caught using it, you were in big trouble. But we also had like six floors at our school. Well, that's different. People would be like, 
secretly running into the elevator when they knew they were going to be late for class. Yeah. Well, where was the elevator in your high school? It was like right in the middle, like super yeah. accessible in the middle of the hall. I mean, it's a different time. Like now there's a lot more legislation and rules surrounding accessibility requirements. Mm. It does. It sort of feels like a dated um, topic. I think the approach they took was dated because it's, again, it's like, okay, well, we have to have an episode with someone living with a disability. Whereas, like, just put them in as, like, a character. Yeah, it doesn't have to be about them. Okay, again, this is all speaking from people who don't <laughs> yeah. use wheelchairs. But I would think it's better for people just to be represented on TV and not, like, this. Yeah. Well, let's see how this, let's see how this episode shakes out. But it does feel good to be back in the swing of things, back in the old basement recording studio, recording episodes of Still Not Ready. Oh, you're not in the basement. What room are you in? Spare bedroom. Spare bedroom slash basement Zoom recording (laughs) studio. Okay, a few quick things before we get into Heroes. Just a heads up for all you 90s Canadian nostalgia fanatics, our friend Melissa, who's been on a few times as a guest host. Yeah, a couple episodes, yeah. Yeah, I call her a friend. I mean, we don't know each other in person. I only, we only know her because she's writes already or not. A friend in the pod. Writes already or not blog. Mm -hmm. And she's been on a few times friends forever uh so melissa just started her own podcast Ooh, give it a shout out amy where can we find it what is it well it's called we can't go back and she's already got a few episodes out so it's just like random 90s canadian and early 2000s things so she did the uh degrassi movie in the first episode okay yeah do you remember the degrassi movie I want to say yes, but like to be perfectly honest, I'm just like making that up now. The only thing I remember about the Degrassi movie is that you got to see somebody's boobs in it. What? Yeah, I remember going like, what? In the car. I think it's like Joey's making out with someone in a car or something. Oh my gosh, scandalous. Then I think she just put an episode out about like back to school commercials from the 90s. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so definitely check that out, everyone. After we're done here, of course. Mm-hmm. It's called We Can't Go Back. And she's on Instagram and she's uh, anywhere you're listening to this, I assume. Yep, it's on Spotify. Okay, now this I know you've been anxiously awaiting, Britt. <laughs> so in our last episode, we broke down the episode, First Serious oh. Party. Mm-hmm. And we asked listeners to tell us about their first serious parties or or any wild parties they went to in high school. So- oh, my gosh. I'm now just thinking of some of mine. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even have these for last episode. See, you couldn't even remember any of your parties. But now I've got a good one, I think. Oh, what do you got? What, what are you remembering? Okay. So we had um, – he was our high school business slash law teacher. He also – owned like a bed and breakfast. Oh my gosh. And the town that he lived in, uh, he also ran for council, 
like city council. Oh no, he's just asking for trouble. Oh, I know. He's asking so, for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a couple stories about this teacher and what people did to him. But this is a party related. It was election time, like city election. So someone must have driven to like where his signs were. They like grabbed his signs. There was like a bush party and a huge bonfire. <gasps> they put the signs in. Someone took a photo, <gasps> printed the photo and put it on his office door. <laughs> printed the photo. That's so old school. But it was also, it wasn't printed like on photo paper. Like it wasn't like I went to Walmart, I put my camera in. It was like printed off the computer. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say they drew like stuff on the face of the election sign, put it in the fire. So you, like you see the whole thing burning with like, you know, a devil's face. Wow. I mean, that sounds scandalous, but really, if you're a teacher and you have you're in some election and oh. your name is everywhere. I mean, that's basically oh, expensive. That's not even the worst right? thing people did to that teacher. So we had a number of different responses to this. A lot of people said they just weren't allowed to go to high school parties. Interesting. Because their parents said, like, no, like, that kind of stuff ends in violence or whatever. I guess it depends on where you're from. Yeah, that's true. Where you lived at the time. Well, probably smart parents. <laughs> smart parents. <laughs> keeping your kids home. Yeah. Um, a few people said that they'll never forget the adrenaline they felt when, like, the cops were called to a party and you had to run like that's never happened to me. you'll never get that adrenaline rush ever again like running from the cops it's like running for your life basically when you're in high school because well, you're dumb and you think it is running for your life but like in all reality if the cops caught you they'd probably just be like go home How are you getting home yeah go home yeah you're not driving <laughs> just be on your way break it up we're out of here i don't know i feel like everyone in their lifetime should have a chance to run for their life. I feel like that is an adrenaline rush that everyone needs to experience. I think about this because I watch like true crime. So yeah. every now and then I have this thought like, okay, if it was life or death, could I actually run fast Yeah, for a prolonged period? Yeah, you know? I think you could. And it's kind of like, do you ever hear about the adrenaline surge? Like if you have to get somebody out of a car that they're like trapped in and you basically just like you could or you could just like rip a door off with like superhuman strength or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can. I think if you're running for your life, you're going to be running bloody fast. Yeah. But whoever's chasing you is going to be running fast too. <laughs> this is what I never get though. When people are getting chased, I never understand why they don't just loop around. Yeah. <laughs> loop back, okay? You're far enough away. The cops are closing in. Do a little loop and now you're behind them and you're fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like you're thinking straight like that when you're running for your life. I know, but you got to think of these things now. So when you're in the position. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. We really got off topic. Okay. Here's the best story I got. So this comes from Adam. Okay. So he said he had a party at his own house. So like parents were away. Mm -hmm. lot going on at this party so he said two of his friends quote unquote air quotes yeah friends yeah poured dish soap on the floor oh, shit. 
of like a hallway. Oh no. And people were like using it as like a slip and slide. Slip and slide. <laughs> oh, I thought they were doing it to just be like jerks, but they were doing it to like have fun. Yeah, they were like, slipping oh, and sliding. Okay. okay. Oh, what a mess. Okay. So at this same party, somebody decided they were gonna bake a cake. As you do. Found a like Betty Crocker, yeah. Yeah, in the cupboard or something. Decide they're going to make a cake. And it like wreaked havoc on the whole house because everyone like couldn't wait for the cake to be done. And then once it was done, I guess like the handle of the oven got broken off. And then like people like grabbed the like scalding hot dish with the cake in it and were like running all over the house and like trying to eat the scalding hot cake. Oh my God. Adam. (laughs) (laughs) cut to a few hours later (laughs) and four people are having a massive overflowing bubble bath in his parents bathroom did he specify what kind of tub are we talking a jet tub or are we talking just normal tub i have to assume it was like a big tub because it was four people (laughs) but you know what i think this sounds like some good wholesome childhood fun for the most part this seems wholesome like i'll say things that are like messy like oh soap on the hallway okay obviously that's a pain but it's not like someone decided to throw the couch through the sliding glass window into the pool (laughs) you know so like at least it's like yeah yeah it's at least kind of like a wholesome kind of thing no one obviously yeah. yeah yeah it's good it's good that's funny okay Season four, episode 10 of Ready or Not, it aired in 1996. We're still in 1996. And Britt, the average cost of a house in Toronto in 1996, any guesses? $250. Dang. <laughs> Today, a whopping 1.16 mil. Gross. For a house in Toronto. <laughs> Okie doke. Something to consider as we break down this episode. A lot has changed. A lot has changed. Okay, Britt, can't wait for the synopsis, so let's hear it. All right. Season four, episode 10, Heroes. The school has a new student named Aiden. He happens to be in a wheelchair, but unfortunately, he makes Busy feel uncomfortable whenever he is around. <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you something that I noticed when I watched this episode. Okay. And I'm not sure if I'm just noticing this now or if it's new to this specific episode. And this will be for like the real diehard fans of the show. So in the opening credits... Obviously, we've talked about how we now have clips of the show. It's it's a new to this season opening credits situation that's happening. But now they have new voiceover recordings of what the girls are saying over top of the opening credits. Like, you know, at the very beginning when, oh, shoot, what did they say? Amanda says... Do you have money? And Busy says, mm-hmm. no, do you or something? So now it's re-recorded. Oh. They're a little bit older, so their voices have changed a little bit. Now Amanda says, do you have money? And Busy now says, no, do you ever have money? 
Hmm, I never picked that As up. As if they're, they've been going to the photo booth for like years and Amanda asks for money every time and Busy's like, eh. Ooh, I'll have to go back because I'll be <laughs> pretty frank. I don't always like pay full attention to the opening. Yeah, because we're, we're not expecting more changes at this point. Yeah, or it's like, okay, I'm just going to fast forward to when the episode starts. Like I don't need to sit through the opening like for the 30th time. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay, so we have an episode about a guy in a wheelchair. We're at the girls' school. Darcy. Darcy, right? Dorsey? Dorsey. (laughs) Dorsey, right? Dorsey, Dorsey. Whatever. We're at the girls' school. And in this episode, Busy's complaining a lot about her dad. Like, her dad's driving her nuts with, like, chores and stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds like Mrs. Ramon is a little MIA. Mm -hmm. So Busy's getting the brunt of the... The household duties. I guess. Yeah. It just, it sort of just seems like they just threw this part in to, well, to get the ending that we get, but just so we feel a little bit bad for Busy because she's like maybe being a jerk in other ways. So it's like creating a bit of sympathy for her. I think it's supposed to be the beginning of the day for the girls. And Amanda is drinking a Pepsi. Maybe it's not the beginning of the day. It feels like the beginning because she like runs into the new person and the new person's like, oh, like, how do I find the office? Like, you just got there. I guess that's true. Like what? They're coming midday. Yeah. No, Amanda's drinking a Pepsi. And I have to say, it's no wonder you have to get a filling later on in this episode. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Busy literally runs into new guy Aiden. So Aiden's in the wheelchair. Busy helps Aiden find the elevator, but she's kind of like annoyed by him, like right off the bat. So she ends up being late to class. She's late to the first class, the science class. This is where the teacher's a dick. Mm -hmm. And then she ends up having to be partners with Aiden. So before she even knows the guy, she's like super annoyed by him. But I do love the throwback to a high school science lab in this episode. Actually, did you have to take science every year of high school? Yeah, I took a lot of science classes. Yeah. I took more than the average student because I was in French immersion. So I think I had to take it in grade 11. Whereas normally by grade 11, if you didn't want to take science, you didn't have to. No science at all. Well, yeah, nine and ten, and then you're done. I think it just depended on what stream you were headed down, what you planned to do after. Like, well, yeah, I could have elected, but like when I was in grade eleven, I had to take science for yeah. the French credit. Yeah. Whereas if I wasn't in French, I could have elected to take science, but it wasn't mandatory. Okay, Brett. Here it is. Things you find in a high school science lab. Got it. Go formaldehyde. Beaker. Scalpel. Test tube. Periodic table of elements. Bunsen burner. Stools. <laughs> Spark lighter. Dead baby pigs. Frogs. Water taps at your desk. Litmus paper. <laughs> what is litmus paper? It's a litmus <laughs> test. What's litmus paper? Litmus paper is a lit- Yeah, check the acidity. Oh. Anything else? Uh, graph paper. Microscope. Uh, uh, anatomy, like a photo of someone's anatomy. Um, crucible. What's a crucible? (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't it one of those like stone bowls that you like mix things? Though so that's a mortar and pestle. I think it's called a crucible. I think you're talking about a set of tongs. No, tongs are something totally different. <laughs> Wait, are you Googling? You're not allowed to Google. I'm Googling <laughs> crucible tongs. They're like a tong that you probably use to open up the dead pigs or whatever. Crucible. Oh, I've got another. I've got one. I didn't Google. I didn't Google. What is it? Lab coat. Uh, goggles. Oh, goggles. Gloves. Ooh, good one. Um, slides for the microscope. Oh, yeah. Eye wash station. Oh, good one. <laughs> we didn't have that. There's no way we had an eye wash station. No, you had to. Funnel. Uh, eyedropper. Pipe cleaner. A pipe cleaner. Yeah, to clean out the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle brush cleaner. Yeah. To clean out the tubes. Oh, I'm running out. I don't know how many Did more. we say test tubes? Yeah, I think we said it at the beginning. Beaker, test tube, flask. Flask. We're not talking about like what you had hidden in your desk, Amy. <laughs> no, flask. Isn't a flask like just something you pour from? Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm running out. Anything else? No, because now it's just going to be like normal classroom stuff. Yeah, no, I did. Like I was looking around and you can see like the attachments for the Bunsen burners like in their classroom. Like mm, this is a science right. classroom that they're shooting this episode. This episode in. I feel like grade nine or 10 was biology. So you weren't doing much. Definitely in a later grade, we did dissect something. We only dissected frogs. I swear it was like a baby pig. Like it was like this big, that like seems a pig fetus. Really? Well, you were in the different curriculum. <laughs> we did frogs. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, baby pigs. Hmm. So busy like thinks it's weird having the new guy around. She's like very aware of people staring at him. This is what I don't get though. Like he's quite cute. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a cute guy. Like, I don't know why, like, what's the big deal here? Well. Not that it does. It doesn't make a difference. I'm just more saying, like, he's cute and he's personable. So you think people would be like, oh, he's great. And he's into basketball. And Amanda's, like, telling him how Busy, like, scored the most points on her basketball team or something. And Busy's, like, kicking Amanda under the table. Like, Why not? don't talk about things people do with their legs, Amanda. She doesn't say that. But that's, like, what she's trying to tell everyone. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she obviously doesn't know that people who have wheelchairs can also play basketball. It's very popular wheelchair basketball. I know. And I think it's, like, really intense. Yeah, it is. It's like, there's some intense league. Mm -hmm. Okay. At the Ramones, Busy drops something into the sauce pot. Um, we find out her mom has exams. And that's why her dad is, like, so on the edge. Because... She's studying to sell Tupperware or something. <laughs> I think she actually went back to school. We must find out later what she went back to school for. Do you think we're actually going to find out? Or is this going to be like something that they just like leave up to the viewer to decide on their own? <laughs> I do have to say it's kind of weird. She doesn't make an appearance, at least like in a bit of a whirlwind, like running through the kitchen, like, oh, thanks for dinner. I'm off to study. Like, it's like she doesn't exist anymore. But neither does Dom, so 
Or Frankie, apparently. Likely the actor that played Lucy is like off doing something else and they've Must be. been talking about her like she she's she's gone back to school, but she lives there. Like it should they didn't say yeah, she yeah. moved away or no, anything. She didn't like go to the dorms. <laughs> no. But you know what? I'd actually prefer if we never found out what Lucy did. Well, we'll have to remember this because this could be like a bit of a plot hole. A plot hole. But I'd just, I'd love to like just continue to dwell on it for the rest of our lives after we like finish the podcast. Just We have to like track down the creator of the show and be like, we need to know the detail. <laughs> what was Lucy taking in school? And we something dumb like, oh, well, we just, yeah, she was off filming in Europe. So we just had to make something up for a couple apps. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But not a couple apps. We're like a full season of her, like, having gone back to school to do something. Yeah, I know. But same with Dom. Like, he must actually be in school. I think we did find that out from somebody. Did Laura Bertram tell us that? That he, like, actually remember. was away at school. Okay. Back in science class with the jerk teacher, this is when Amanda spills some toxic chemicals. And the teacher, like, right away blames it on Aiden. Like, like he comes over grumbling, like, oh, we've got to get that occupational therapist to elevate your chair, blah, blah, blah. Like, what difference would that have made? It was on the table. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? Because he can't, you know, I can't reach? Like, this is so dumb. Well, they're all on stools. First of all, if you're getting an occupational therapist in to help anyone, you need to help these children that are up on these high stools, leaning onto the table. <laughs> they're all hunched over I'm on like the table. Hunched. Yeah. Actually, Aiden is the most ergonomically correct seated person in the whole classroom. (laughs) I just find, I mean, obviously the teacher is supposed to be a jerk. That's the whole thing for like what's coming. But like, can we overreact much? Like, like they're really dealing with chemicals that are going to burn their hands off. No, never. They paper towel down it and call it a day. Yeah. If it was a chemical, there'd be goggles, there'd be lab coats, there'd be gloves. It's like water with food coloring in it. It's in a flask on the desk and Amanda bumps it off. Okay. So this is funny because later Amanda invites Busy and Aiden to see a movie. Everyone agrees to go. And then without even taking a breath, she goes, oh, I can't go. Mm -hmm. She has this dental appointment. But here's the inconsistency with Amanda's story. She says she can't miss the appointment because it's every six months. Then later she says she's still frozen from the dental appointment like she's gotten a filling. But what you're forgetting, Amy, is that there are those people who only do the sleep dentistry or whatever. (laughs) What? Like they get frozen for their cleaning. No, she said she had a filling. Later she goes like, oh, I had a cavity. That's why. I know. You're right. You're right. Because I was going to ask how important is it to keep these appointments? Like, does she, you know, if she just called and said, can't make it, they'd probably be like, okay, see you tomorrow. Okay, we'll bring you in next Thursday or whatever. Yeah. yeah no, she she first says, it's every six months I have to go. Like, it's my six-month checkup or whatever. And then, yeah, like, her story right. later changed. And she's like, I had a cavity. It was a deep one. I had to go. She never gets braces, right? Not on the show, I don't think. No. Hmm. Interesting. Plot <laughs> hole. Well, something listeners might not know about me. 
I mean, podcasting is my full-time job, but I also moonlight as a dental assistant. Yeah, the dental (laughs) assistant's like your side hustle. You make so much on this pod that it's like, oh, I don't even really need to work at a normal job, but I just need to feel normal. (laughs) No, but that's why all these details are like really sticking out for me. The like drinking a Pepsi in the morning. Now she needs a filling. Um, So Busy now has to go to the movies with Aiden alone. Okay. I will say, if I was in Busy's situation, I would have felt uncomfortable too. Not the wheelchair situation, but like, oh my God, I'm going to the movies with this guy I don't even know. I would have felt so uncomfortable. I wouldn't have wanted to go. Yeah. At that point, you just say like, oh, well, we'll just reschedule when we can all go. Yeah, like, oh, let's just go Friday. Even Aiden, like, him and Busy aren't getting along very well. And he's like, okay, well, let's go to this movie together. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just don't go. I almost wish at this point that we got sort of, like, a cheeky look from Amanda. Like, she's, like, setting Busy up. Yeah, but she isn't. I This is, like, a truly honest mistake. I wish that that's where we went with this, but it's not. Like, Amanda's just, like... No. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I can't go anymore. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we get to see them go to the movie. Busy's pissed they have to sit at the back of the theater to accommodate Aiden's wheelchair. These are old school theaters because now you never enter at the back, right? You always enter at the front. Oh, wait. Is that something they changed about all theaters? Mm-hmm. Why did they make that yeah. change? Is that like a fire code thing well i think because now the theaters go up so high Mm. it's steep right oh yeah But like you don't remember you used to always walk in the back and it would slope down now it like slopes up you know what that has never occurred to me but you're certainly right about that and now the spot like the accessible spots are like more in the at the bottom and in the front so you're like wrenching your neck to watch the movie this is what I don't get why Busy's all upset. Like where they're sitting is the better spot. Way at the back. So they have to sit way at the back yeah. because that's where like the wheelchair seating is. And then they get in this stupid argument about what should be considered a hero. I mean, I toyed with this in my own head. I looked at the definition of a hero. If you want to know, according to the internet, a hero. Okay, according to the World Wide Web. A person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Yeah. Okay. Something else to note here is that the movie that they're going to see is called Heroes. Like, that's why they're talking about this. Yeah. So it's about a basketball, a hoop, sorry, a hoop dreamer. Hoop dreamer. Someone who, like, survived cancer and someone who survived a car crash or something. Okay. Okay. So Busy's argument is that athletes should be considered heroes. And Aiden says they're only good at a sport. They haven't saved anyone's life. I mean, I will, I kind of side with Aiden a little bit. Like, is LeBron James a hero? Is LeBron James a hero? I think the word hero is like subjective. If somebody um, motivates you and you look up to them, then they're your hero. But are they a hero or an idol? Like, no doubt, LeBron James is what you'd call the GOAT, right? Like, great, like one of the greatest of all yeah, time. Yeah, fine. Okay? But I don't know if I would call him a hero. 
I mean, he's an insanely good basketball player. He's achieved a lot. But outside of that, I don't know if... So you don't think athletes should be considered heroes? No, I think certain ones could because I think some of them have probably overcome more adversity and tragedy and things over others. <sighs> like, okay, fine. I don't know LeBron's whole story, but... But we only know athletes because they're athletes. Whether or not they overcame something else, they're a hero because of that, not because they're an athlete. Yeah, being an athlete on its own, to me, doesn't make you like a hero. Okay, what about like a Carrie Struggs situation? Like that American gymnast from the 90s who finished her Olympic vault with like an injured leg and like still won her team gold. I think when I think of hero, I think of someone who does something a bit more selfless. Like that's what I think of more as a hero or like Terry Fox is like a hero. Yeah, of course. Of course. But I think kids can have heroes and they don't have to be someone who saves lives or, yeah. But I would say more those are more idols than, like, a hero. Okay. Well, we're just nitpicking on the. Well, I think it's important to me because I wouldn't say Michael Jordan is not a hero. I think he might be somebody's hero. Well, I think by definition. By definition. <laughs> he's not. What's the definition again? A person who is admired or idealized for courage outstanding achievements or noble qualities well outstanding achievements yeah okay i guess you could argue i guess you could argue it yeah i'm more on aiden's side i don't know if i'd be as hard as aiden is on it but i'd agree just because you're an athlete and you're really good i don't think that makes you a hero i think there has to be a bit more to your story to be like you're a hero okay did you have heroes growing up no none no none well, who are your heroes? Well, here's the thing. I would say that Britney Spears was my hero growing up. Oh, my God, Amy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's stop now. Amy needs to, like, call her therapist. <laughs> no, really I'm not this. kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, I was really obsessed with her. I listened to her all the time. I was obsessed with her videos. I knew everything about her. If I had to name a hero, I didn't know people that risked their lives to save other people's lives. Those people were, like, not on my radar as a kid. So my hero as a kid was Britney Spears. Yeah, I, would, I had people like that, too. But I wouldn't have said, oh, my heroes are Hanson. I would have just been like, I'm obsessed. I would say then and now, looking back, not currently, looking back that growing up, my hero was Britney Spears. Knowing what I know about her career now, I feel a little bit of shame about that. But <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're like 12, what do you know? But no, when you are 12, your hero is someone like Britney Spears. You're right. She's not my current hero. She's not my current. <laughs> you're not thinking like, when you're 12, ooh, Martin Luther King. You're not thinking like, no, he was heroic. No. He did something. You're not thinking Terry Fox. Your world is Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys. So it makes sense. Okay. Okay. What about a current hero? Who's your current hero? Oh, man. I don't think I have a current hero. I mean, obviously, there's some people that I'm like, oh, they're like bad bees, but in like a good way. But I don't know if I'd say hero. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't obsess and idolize as an adult, no. but as a kid, for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure you do. You do that, and sometimes it's Britney Spears. My current hero right now would be, like, 
my in-laws every time they come and take my kids away for a <laughs> night. Like, no, but no, but seriously, like in certain situations, they show up, they take the kids. Yeah. They are my Fair heroes enough. that day. Fair enough. I mean, you could be really cheesy and be like, my kid's kindergarten teacher is my hero. Also, also, anyone who takes care of kids on a daily basis, those people are heroes. They need medals. We need to give them trophies at the end of every week. Okay. Okay. So this whole conversation or argument between Busy and Aiden is a little confusing for Aiden's character because he is like a basketball fan. They talk about it all yeah. through the episode. Mm-hmm. And he used to play before his accident, we find out later. He used to play and he still plays. Mm-hmm. But there's something a little confusing about that for his character because his argument is athletes aren't heroes, but yet he's like a big basketball fan. I don't know. I feel like they should be more on the same page about this. I think you have to also not bring just your skill as a basketball player. Like there has to be like some element of your character. I don't know. You watch that like Michael Jordan movie or documentary that everyone was like going crazy about, you know, with Scottie Pippen. It was all about the Bulls. You know, sure. yeah, there's several of them. Yeah, <laughs> but there, there's like the one main big one. OK, I don't know. Last dance, last dance. Oh, That's right, like right. When he comes back. You yeah. know, you kind of watch that and you're like, oh, man, I don't know. Some of these guys, I like, kind of seem like they're not nice. They're not <laughs> like, nice. They no, uh, no. But to get that good, I don't think you can be nice. So I don't know. I toy with it. Subjective. I, I don't know. Subjective. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess it is. I'm not that big of a basketball fan. But, yeah. I mean, I do think they're like overpaid for what they do. But I also love when the lights fade for the movie and Busy, like under her breath, says, I can't even see the screen from back here. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> and then everyone turns around and they're like, Yeah, they're all half turning and full turning and shushing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later, Busy's cleaning out her garage. And we get this important moment for Busy. She's complaining about how annoying it was to hang out with Aiden to Amanda. So Amanda's over. She just had her filling done, blah, blah, blah. She's complaining that the freezing's coming out. Got a rinse. She's got a rinse, yeah. But Busy's just complaining about how awful it was to hang out with Aiden. Like, they had to sit at the back of the movie theater and people were staring and he couldn't find a bathroom and the elevator wasn't working. And Amanda looks at Busy and goes... You know, Aiden has to go through that stuff every day, forever. And then we, like, literally get this one shot of Busy where she goes from being, like, really annoyed to, like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, she realizes how much of a you-know-what she's being. Yeah, big time. Real quick, too. So she, like, quickly changes her tune. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Manny's in this episode. (laughs) Forgot. He exists. Yeah. So we get reminded that him and Sheila are living in the basement of the Ramon house, um, saving for a house. Okay. Just have like one quick comment here. So like Manny's sleeping on the couch because he can't sleep beside Sheila because they're on a futon. And Busy's like, we'll buy a bed. And Manny's like, we're saving for a house. <laughs> Manny, once you have that house, you need a bed. Yeah, what are you going to do? Just move the futon? And just buy the bed. Yeah, I have to be able to <laughs> like, fill the house and the things. <laughs> Don't buy a house if you can't fill it. But like, if the average house price where they were living was $200,000, I'm sure you could spring 
for a mattress for like 200 bucks. No, the average house price, what was it? <laughs> what was it? 198? I'm saying 198. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm sure you could afford to buy a $200 mattress and your house plans would not be delayed. <laughs> he was not thinking. He's got some big storyline about like some shoulder that's bothering him cuz they're sleeping on the futon blah blah blah. Busy and Manny have like a late night heart to heart over a bowl of cereal and an arm wrestle. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do this scene. Well, I don't know why we needed it. It was giving me a bit of the ick. I just had to like fast forward a bit. (laughs) Busy is like just feeling bad about being a jerk to Aiden. And then Manny's big advice is don't be too hard on yourself. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Manny. Thanks, Manny. And scene. Okay. Busy goes into school the next day. She's got this whole new outlook on things. And she's going to be friends with Aiden. Especially after she finds out he has a sick basketball shot. (laughs) Uh, Okay. No hats for Busy in this episode. But she's wearing... Oh, you're right. In the last part here, she has like a denim and suede Western button up on. Yes. Nice. Really, really good. Almost as good as Amanda's black and purple Western shirt from previous seasons. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they maybe vintage shopped. No, this was like, now you'd have to like vintage shop to find these clothes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it was just like, you go to the mall and it's like, okay. A lot of Western, mm-hmm. a lot of denim, suede. Okay. So in our final science lab scene, the Dick science teacher tells Aiden he can't go on this field trip that they've been talking about the whole episode because the location doesn't accommodate his wheelchair. Which Aiden was, like, really excited about. Like, he was really going on about. Aiden's been to this place before. So I don't really understand what's not accessible, but. Is that what he said? I thought he said his parents used to go there. It's like a camping trip or something. I got the impression from that one scene that he had been to this place before. Oh, well, the teacher says he can't go because they, like, planned it before he got there. Like, they didn't have kids in wheelchairs before he got there, so they... Yeah, nice try, science teacher. (laughs) You can't do that. You wouldn't be able to do that. You can't do that. Sag wants to stay up late and record nocturnal insect sounds. Party animal. I know, he's a real party animal. Okay, so Busy, being the new and improved Busy, she stands up in front of the whole class and says, if we all can't go on the field trip, I'm not going. You know what? It's bold, man. You want a moment where everyone has to run for their lives. I'd like one of these moments where like, it's like someone says like I'm not gonna stand for this and then I want to be in that to be like me neither (laughs) oh really because that is not what happens here (laughs) because busy looks around the classroom and nobody else like Sag kind of gives her a look where he's like falling more in love with her Amanda's sort of agreeing with her but nobody stands up and says like yeah me too we're not going I know I guess because everyone just wants to get out of school for a couple days but I'm kind of surprised no one else was like, yeah, like, that's not quite fair. Like, especially Amanda and Sash. I know. She also calls her teacher ignorant. And then she gets sent to the office. 
But her dad comes to get her at the office and he's like a little he's like proud of her for what she's done. Oh, I would have told the office you can shove it. He was ignorant. Forget it. If you punish my kid, you're in for it. I'm actually surprised they gave Sam, Busy's dad, like this whole story over the phone. Like you'd think it would be like, oh, Busy's in trouble. Not like Busy's in trouble for standing up for a kid in a wheelchair because they're going on a field trip and he can't go. That would be weird, right? I probably would have said to the school, wonderful. Why are you calling me? I'm not coming. I'm not coming in. She can go back to class. Yeah. (laughs) This seems like an issue between you and your teacher, not my daughter. So bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang up. Uh, Sam goes in and like reams out the principal, which is great. It's a great. I like this scene for Sam. And then Aiden invites Busy to play basketball and they're BFFs now, but we never see him again. Never. The end. Hmm. Bye, Aiden. Bye. Thanks for coming out. Aiden's not like in anything else ever either. No, he was in one like, other just show. Generally. Yeah. Not any Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like nothing. <laughs> no. He's like no no career. He's also like a, he's pretty flat. Like acting wise, he's not yeah, he's not some of those yeah, some of those scenes where it's like him kind of giving not like a full monologue are definitely so you can tell it's scripted. Yeah, of course. It's not great. But the delivery is like as if he's reading off cue cards. Yeah, yeah no, he, he's not good. And but, he probably went on to do lots of great other things, not acting. Okay, this episode actually not as bad as one may have thought based on the synopsis, I think. You know, it's not horrible. It's just one of those that I feel like doesn't really move the story. And I understand, like, you know, the representation. I feel like this could have been done but also move some story along. This could have been going on with something else. I mean, Busy learns a lot in this episode. I think Sag Sag falls a little bit more for Busy in this episode. Hmm. We'll have to see. Yeah, we're getting more of Sag now. Sag is back. Back in action. Guess who's back? Yeah. But don't worry, everybody. The next episode is called Warts and All. So let's just let that marinate for a few weeks. (laughs) Okay, listeners, that's it. That's all for Heroes. And now we want to know what you think of the episode. So head on over to Instagram, find us at StillNotReadyPod, and let us know. Have you ever had to run for your life? Should athletes be considered heroes? Who was your hero when you were growing up? Can't wait to hear from you. Please take the time to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening now. And we'll be back in a few weeks with warts and all. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Britt. And you've just found out we're still not ready. 